Hey, it's Andrew. Just quickly before we start this episode, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, the Secure Ventures Podcast. The host, Kyle McNulty, interviews cybersecurity founders about what they are building. I enjoy it because Kyle focuses on their technology, what it solves, why they build it, where it fits in the market. Also, listeners can understand the why of these startups. In some ways, it's a great compliment to my own podcast, where I focus on the go-to-market side, not on the technology side. He's had some great guests on recently, for example, the CEO of Reality Defender, when they talked about the ins and outs of deep fate detection. Uh, he's had the co-founder and CEO of Ghost Security, and also the co-founder of Radical, Chris Peterson, who was incidentally a founder of Logarithm, where they talk about the role of AI in the SOC. This is not a paid promotion. I just simply enjoy what Kyle is doing with his interviews and get a lot out of them. Check it out. It's the Secure Ventures podcast. Now on with this episode. Do you feel like your sales opportunities stall way too easily or next steps don't happen or don't happen fast enough? Anthony Inarino writes about this in his book, The Lost Art of Closing. Welcome to the Bite Size Sales Podcast, where we believe that sales is the most important team in a B2B company that the sales team deserves great sales skills training but usually doesn't get it, and that taking bite-sized steps each day to get better at your craft is the best way to improve results. I am your host, Andrew Monaghan, and I'm using my experiences in B2B sales to bring you simple, actionable ideas every day to help you get better. Welcome to episode 27. And I'm recording this in the middle of November 2019. Dreamforce is actually happening this week in San Francisco and next week in the U.S. We're all looking forward to, I'm sure, the Thanksgiving break, which, of course, is the calm before the storm of the, the run into the end of the quarter, end of the year that's coming up very quickly here. The tip for this week's episode comes from Anthony Inarino. Uh, and he's one of the authors, sales authors, sales experts I admire most. Many times in the past when I've been thinking about a topic or an issue or thought about something in my mind and then find that how Anthony describes things and how he thinks about it is actually really aligned to my own way, he just articulates it so much better than I do and clearly and, and it's clear that he, he does this again and again. Um, he also has an interesting habit of having provocative titles for his books. Uh, one of the ones he wrote was a book titled The Only Sales Guide You'll Ever Need, which he then followed up with two more sales books since then, which kind of calls into question the title, right? Um, the good thing is, as a Brit, I'm glad that he can poke fun at himself about this a little bit and uh, take it on the chin and and use it actually as a, as a great way to you know, promote himself. Um, and one of the books that followed up the, the, the only sales guide you'll ever need is a book called the last, uh, sorry, the lost art of closing. You know, again, the title is a little bit controversial because if you're like me, you immediately think, Oh my goodness, is this a book about the, the 25 ways to close a deal? It's going to be the Ben Franklin close and the, this close and the, you know, give them a time close, whatever it might be. Right. And it's really not. It's, it's in fact not what you think at all. What it is about is taking all those small steps to seek commitments throughout the sales cycle that keep your deals moving forward. Um, and it's not just the close to ask for the order. 
is to close to ask for these commitments along the way to apply resources, to assign time, to you know, assign money, things like that along the way. And it's uh, it is one of these books that uh, the title is controversial, but the content is awesome. So let me just uh, read a little bit from this to tee this up. You might be surprised to learn that I subscribe to the always be closing approach, just not in pursuit of the commitment to buy, which is what most people were trained to get. Instead, I work toward gaining a series of commitments that advance the sale towards a decision. In 1988, Neil Rackham wrote one of the legendary books on sales titled Spin Selling. It stands as one of the best-selling hardcover books that McGraw-Hill has ever published. Neil Rackham's research didn't suggest never be closing. In fact, his research showed quite the opposite to be true. It recommended always be closing, but not for the commitment to buy, which is what most people were trained to get. Once I read Rackham's work, I applied the idea of gaining a commitment at the end of each interaction, and my sales results immediately improved. This practice alone is transformative, and it is as it is the one thing I have found that keeps deals moving forward. This insight alone has helped me generate literally hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue. That from a book that costs around $25 and takes four hours to read. And so that was directly from the book, The Lost Art of Closing by Anthony Idarino. And if I was to recommend one thing to listeners of, of this podcast and the people I interact with when it comes to deal momentum, it will be to embrace this concept 100%. Go all in on it. Even if you think you're good at it, you know, this is a way, this is a place to get better because deals do speed up. And it's a big problem out there in the sales world as they just seem to slow down all the time. Um, challenge yourself to say, how can I be world-class at the idea of seeking commitments along the way? And in practical terms, how could you use this in your sales cycles you're running right now? And I would say two things that are aligned to this. One is before you go into every interaction, be very clear yourself but also have it agreed and be clear with your prospect about the outcome and goal of the meeting. You know, too often what we see are very kind of wishy-washy goals, right? We want to give a demo. We want to get someone's buy-in, right? Things like that. The, the question to ask yourself is, yes, that's what you might do during the meeting, but so what, right? So if you could have a conversation with your prospect before the meeting and say, you know, something like, look, we've got five people from your side coming. We've got three people from, from our side coming. We want to do this, this in the meeting. And I think the right thing is at the end of the meeting, if you like what you see or like what you hear, you'll then be able to, and it might be assign the resources to do the POC or the POV. It might be to bring a team together to, to build a project plan, whatever it might be. Something's going to happen on the end of the prospect if the meeting goes well. Right. And ideally, you've got that pre-agreed up front. And that's the reason why you're doing the meeting. So the end of it, if it does go well, you literally ask, OK, I think it's gone well. Do we all agree? OK, what we agreed was that we would now move to this next step. Let's move there. Right. It's a very natural thing to do at that point. So that's the first thing that I would do. The second thing is make sure at the end of the meeting that you actually ask for that next step. 
you know, I know I've been guilty of this before, and I'm sure some of you, if you're honest with yourself, you know, sometimes it's a little bit uh, unclear about what that next step is, who's going to take it, when it's going to happen. There's no real commitment, right? Um, there's nothing in the schedule. There's nothing in the calendar that says this is when it's going to happen. It's like, well, that was good. You gave us something to think about. And, you know, and there's no follow through from the side of the prospect. Um, so that, those are the two recommendations I would have for you to make this idea be very practical for you to use. Don't be weak on the goal. Right? Be very clear on the goal up front, have it pre-agreed, and make sure at the end of the meeting that you confirm that it's been met and you ask for and, and take that next step or help them take that next step with you. If you like this episode, please share it wide and far. Spread the word. I get energy from seeing people download and use this content. So please just take 20 seconds to share it with anyone you think would like it too. This episode is sponsored by Unstoppable.do. Most sales teams are not trained effectively in the skills and mindset they deserve. And these are the most important people in the company. It's no wonder that only about 50% of reps make quota every year. Unstoppable is a service that helps sellers and leaders get great at the skills and mindset they need without taking time out of the field. It exists because if the sales team has the right skills and mindset, they thrive, they are confident, and they perform much better. Find out more and even get a free sales book at bitesizesales.com. And now to wrap up, as Nicola Harvey, director of EMEA SI's at CloudBees, may or may not have once said, training without implementation is just entertainment. And pretty poor entertainment when Monaghan does it. So make sure you take action on what you learn and keep getting better every day. This world does not need more sales BS, so don't create anymore. Be great at the fundamentals, be honest, be real, be yourself, just do not BS. And finally, I'm signing off as the great Joe Sexton would by saying, gone to sell. It would mean a lot to me and to the continued growth of the show if you'd help get the word out. So how do you do that easily? There are two ways. Firstly, just simply send a link to a friend. Send a link to the show, to this episode. Um, you can email it, text it, Slack it, whatever works for you and is easy for you. The second way is to leave a super quick rating. And sometimes that can seem complicated, so I've made it as easy for you as I can. You simply have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash cyber. That's ratethispodcast.com slash cyber and it explains exactly how to do it. Either of these ways will take you less than 30 seconds to do and it will mean the world to me. So thank you.